In the last 10 years, our field has gone from an unknown specialty to a household name. This brings unprecedented opportunities, but we need to rise up to meet them and give our patients the care that they deserve. In order to help others get better, we need to be better. This podcast will help you to become more confident with your patients, more successful in your practice or business, and a leader in pelvic health. And we're gonna have some fun along the way. Join us as we rise together. We're Jesse and Nicole Cozine, founders of Pelvic Sanity Physical Therapy and the creators of the Pelvic PT Huddle. And this is Pelvic PT Rising. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pelvic PT Rising Podcast with Jesse and Nicole Cozine. It is just me today. We're doing another business shorty, and I am in the unenviable position of being trapped between two amazing episodes. So if you guys have not yet, go back, check out the episode before this one, all about biofeedback. It's probably the best episode we've done. Nicole is awesome and just on it. That one is a long one. Just to warn you guys, it's a little bit more than an hour in length, but it is worth the listen. It's fantastic. And I think it's a really important conversation to have in our community. And then coming up is going to be our 100th episode. So I am sandwiched right between those two, but I've got some really awesome stuff to talk about today all about the front desk and how important that is. And I'm going to talk to you at the very beginning here. This is a great time. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, let people know about it, and make sure to rate it and give us a couple of stars on there if you can. We are closing in on 100 ratings, which is absolutely huge, especially for a podcast like ours that is just so niche, but would love if you guys could do that stuff. So without any further ado, wanted to dive into what we're talking about today, which is the front desk. And this is, I think, an incredibly under- appreciated aspect of business. This will make or break your program or your business, the front desk experience. And it's important to realize the patient experience starts long before they walk into your office for the initial evaluation. It is something that is happening through your website, through everything else, and then incredibly important, that first interaction with the front desk. What is it like when they actually call? And we want to be thinking about that because that is the first touch point that we have. That's the first impression that your program or your business is making. So I wanted to think about this for those of you guys who are working for someone else, for those of you guys who are a solopreneur and who are answering your own phones, and for those of you guys who already have grown and hired your own front desk person or admin, this is going to be important for all three of those groups. So I want to think about exactly what kind of experience people are having when they call. And I mean, this is so important, guys. I literally was just on a mentorship call yesterday where we spent 45 minutes deep diving into phone tactics, exactly how to answer really tricky questions, how to progress the conversation, how to do all of that stuff. And this, I mean, it was deep. Like we dove into this. We were going back and forth and practicing. It is incredibly important. So The two things that we want to be thinking about when we are answering the phone at the front desk or when someone else is doing it for us are empathy and authority. And we want to convey that with every single call that we have. Empathy and authority. We know what we're doing 
and we care about you. You're in the right place. So I want to start with that knowledge, that authority that comes with knowing your stuff. Like you've got to know your stuff. We always say, and I'm going to brag on Carrie, our front desk person, but our staff knows more about the pelvic floor than physicians. And I wish that was a joke. It's not a joke. We actually go through, they train, they go through all of Nicole's courses through an initial evaluation. We walk through each diagnosis that we're talking about. It is incredibly important. And one of the anecdotes that Nicole talks about when we are training is she worked at a clinic where she was a clinical director and there wasn't very much training that went into the front desk. And a patient calls and asks about vaginismus and Nicole overhears her front desk person saying, Vagina, what? Can you spell that for me? Now, I just want to take a huge pause right there. Like, what? Are you kidding? This person has probably been trivialized, minimalized all through this whole process, has finally gotten up the courage to call someplace, looks for a specialty place, calls someplace that is exclusively focused on pelvic health, and the front desk response is, can you spell your diagnosis? That is crazy. But that is, I guarantee, happening way more than we realize. And I know you can't know every single thing. There's sometimes stuff pops up where I'm still stumped even five years later. Like, oh, some obscure surgery or, a, you know, whatever it is. You know what I can also do during that time? I can go onto Google and try to figure out what the heck they're talking about. But we should know, our front desk should know what we treat, all the diagnoses. They should know. They should be willing to talk to patients about what pelvic PT is, how pelvic PT helps for that specific condition. Because most of our patients are calling without really knowing what pelvic PT is and how it can help. At best, they've been told by their doctor, hey, you need to go see a pelvic PT. That's it. It's not like the doctor has sat down and given them the blow-by-blow of how this is going to work and what you're going to do for that, how you actually help constipation. What does physical therapy actually do for my bladder pain? That's not an intuitive thing. And your front desk needs to be able to explain that well to patients when they call because they're calling confused and anxious about calling a lot of times. It's pretty rare when you get somebody on the phone who's like, nope, I've got no questions, just ready to book. And especially, guys, if you are a cash physical therapy place, if you are seeing a lot of out-of-network patients, it's you know one thing to book somebody in for a call when or get them into the door when they're talking about a $20 copay. But if you're asking them to actually pull out their wallet in a significant way, your front desk had better be on point with their knowledge and authority. So somebody calls and immediately realizes these people know what they're talking about. This is where I need to be going. The second thing that we're going to talk about is empathy, having genuine compassion. So I'm so sorry to hear that you're dealing with that, that kind of language. Because they've been, I mean, just you've think about the medical providers you've been through. Oh, you call in. Yeah, I'd like to book an appointment. Cool. What's your date of birth and your insurance number? What? How about asking my freaking name before we start? How about that? How about actually caring what I'm dealing with? So treating people who call the way we would want our own friends and family treated. Because especially, guys, if you are running your own business, you should be striving to provide. And even if you're not running your own business, let me backtrack on that. 
no matter where you work, you should be striving to provide the best medical experience that people have had ever. And a lot of times that's a low bar. But yeah, all of this stuff matters when it provides that. So treating calls the way we would want for our own friends and family. We want patients to go where the best fit is. And if that's not us, we're willing to tell you that. Now, a lot of times we, specifically here at Public Sanity, believe that is us. And if we believe that that's us, then it is our responsibility to tell people why that is. What makes us different? That is exactly what we would want for our own friends and family who, if they were calling someplace, would want them to be getting honest, open advice about stuff. And everybody who calls, and I want to underline this, everyone who calls your practice, whether it's you work for someone else, whether you're answering the phone yourself, or whether you've hired your own front desk person, everyone who calls you should either schedule with you or wish that they could. That's the kind of experience that we want to have. We actually had one of our mentees, I want to brag on for a little bit, had somebody who called. She runs a cash-based physical therapy clinic, and the person ended up not being a good fit, really had to go in network with their insurance. The conversation on the phone was so good that that patient who had never come into the clinic, who had said, I can't afford to come to you right now, I need to be using my insurance, actually went on to Google and wrote a Google review for our mentee based on how great that initial conversation was on the phone and said, I wish I could have gone here. That is the kind of phone call that we want to be having with every single person. Everyone who calls should either schedule with you or wish that they could. So I've got some action items for you guys today. So if you are, regardless, if you are working for somebody else, if you're a solopreneur, or if you've got your own front desk, I want you to audit your front desk experience. Call your own front desk if you work for somebody else. You should know what the patient experience is like. Now, if you're in a big hospital setting and they're putting everybody on hold, and you need to know that. You need to know that your person might be coming in a little bit frustrated because they didn't have a great front desk experience, because they did have to sit on hold, because they did have to get called back two days later for this. You need to be communicative with your front desk and know what the patient experience has been prior to them actually seeing you. So audit your own front desk. See what's going on. If you work for somebody else, get permission to work with the front desk person to train them. Nicole had to do this when she was running a hospital program. Like, I cannot have a front desk person who cannot spell vaginismus. They need to at least know all of this stuff. So training your front desk however you can. If it's something where you can just, in passing... Give them a couple of ideas of pointers of like, what, what is it that we actually do here? And if you have your own front desk or if you're a solopreneur answering your own phone, you cannot put too much focus, too much emphasis on having a great front desk experience. I promise you that will pay off more than almost anything else that you do in your business. Making sure that you're having great phone calls. Writing down. If you have a great phone call with a patient, write down exactly how that went. And that becomes a front desk script for yourself or for somebody that you're training. Train that front desk person. Make sure that they know all of your diagnoses. Have them listen to podcasts. Have them do an initial evaluation with you. So they've filled out the paperwork. They know what they're talking about when they talk to a patient, where they can really say, 
I know we talk about it. They have a question about an internal exam. I know that sounds a little bit scary. I can trust me. That's not that. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as you're thinking about. It's not as bad as going to your gynecologist. That's an important thing for your front desk person to be able to say to people. They need to know that stuff. They need to feel it in their bones that your place is the right place for patients. And that translates over. And especially if you own your own business, I can guarantee if you're not putting a heavy, heavy focus on your front desk experience, on your phone calls, on your conversion, you are missing out on so much business. And you're on, even more importantly, you're missing out on helping patients find the right place for them because that's ultimately what this comes down to. So guys, I want to make sure that you are thinking about this audit, your front desk, give them a rating. What do you think? And you know, not that you have to go and tell them, Hey, you're getting a D minus right now, but what is the experience like? What are patients experiencing before they even walk into your evaluation? Is that consistent with your ethos, consistent with what you believe, with how you think patients should be treated? Is that the kind of experience you would want for your own friends and family? And if it is, then that is perfect. That flows into everything that you want to be doing. So I want you guys to really go ahead, think through this stuff. It's so important. I can promise you, whether you work for somebody else, whether you're answering the phones yourself, or whether you have your own front desk person, concentrate on this, on this conversion aspect. It is so critical. And guys, if you have questions about this, let us know right in Nicole at pelvicsanity.com. Let's keep this conversation going and let's continue to rise.